Hey and welcome to Ahead of the Curve. I am Jonathan Gellner and thank you for joining us. This episode is brought to you by Baseball Cloud. Go to baseballcloud.com to find out how you can have your own data analytics department for your program. Data has a story to tell and Baseball Cloud gives it a voice. In this episode, I speak with the University of Virginia head baseball coach, Brian O'Connor. And in short, Coach O'Connor and I discuss what championship culture versus culture looks like from every aspect of the program. I love this conversation, and here is Brian O'Connor. Coach O'Connor, welcome. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Definitely, and we are on your home turf, and I've never been to Virginia before. This place is absolutely beautiful. When, when did you get in town? We got into town late last night. I, I flew in, and we got here about 12 o'clock. Okay. But I walked around the campus all day today, and it is absolutely beautiful. Well, we're, we're really, really fortunate. Um, it's a beautiful campus. It's a great community, and, and what a great area to have the first uh, annual you know, uh, Virginia High School Baseball Coaches Convention, and uh, we're excited to be here, that it's here in Charlottesville. Oh, absolutely. Whenever Tim called me and asked me if I would come interview you guys, I said, uh, when? Like, <laughs> wh- how soon can I get there? So I'm really excited to have you up here. And, you know, I really want to talk about the culture that you are building, you know, and are continuing to build over time. And a couple of years ago, you spoke at the ABCA whenever you guys won the national championship. And you talked about there being a difference between culture and and championship culture. Yeah. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, um, the, the culture is this hot word that right. a lot of people use nowadays, whether you're talking about a business or a baseball team or whatever it might be. And you know, really, it's what goes on within the within your walls of your of your baseball program. And you know, that that culture is not only you know, certainly has a lot to do with the players, but it's everybody uh, involved in your coaching staff down to your trainer. You know, in college baseball certainly we're fortunate enough to have so many you know assistants and different people that work in our organization and it's and it's you know everybody working together pulling on the same uh, side of the rope and working towards a towards a common goal and and to build that championship culture you've got to you know you you have to work hard at it Mm -hmm. it uh, it really it really does and you you know you can't let players slide you can't let staff members you know slide and things like that and uh, you know it's a we're, we're certainly our goal and other programs goals are to win championships and so you know that's the 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 important part of it and um you know it's it's certainly holding everybody to a really really high high standard um that um you know a lot of times when young players come into your program and start playing for you they, they don't understand that right sure. and um they just uh haven't experienced it to that level and that level of competition and and so it it takes some time you know we always get some first years that come in and and they're they're ready right away to jump in and they understand Mm -hmm. what things are all about and there are some guys that that it takes a little while but um you know if you've got a a great culture hopefully your veteran players you know that um really believe in what's going on and they're loyal Mm -hmm. uh, to the program and loyal to the coaches and their other teammates and you know it creates this environment that's kind passed down from from year to year uh, to try to have the best uh, consistent program that you can have so um, you know certainly it's uh, it's important talent you know uh, is important to win championships but I think you know it really comes down to that culture that you have that can carry you through the difficult times uh, you know I think about 
you know, our, our team in 2015 that we won the national championship with, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was an injury, injury riddled season and a lot of different things happened. But, you know, I really believe it was that foundation, the pillars of your program that, that keep it together and allow you to, you know, still give yourself a, ch- a, a chance. And yeah. so, uh, you know, we were fortunate that year and it's something that, uh, you know, that championship culture is something that we work on all the time. I spent a lot of time meeting with our coaches about it. Um, we spent a lot of time in meetings and before the season starts and before the year starts with the players coming back from the summer talking about what we need to do to, you know, continue to have that great foundation. You know, as, as a guy who listens to a lot of different talks about culture, I hear it a lot, and like you said, it is kind of a buzzword, and I, I think it's more of it, it just, it's what you see. Like, yeah. it's what you see, it's what shows up all of the time, and so for the guys that are listening and, and the guys that are walking around that are like, Coach O'Connor, I've heard, of, I've heard culture, and I know what it looks like, but how do I get it to a level of where I want it and to, to sustain excellence and to sustain a championship level? Are there any practical ways that you could give us that you guys do it that are kind of unique to you? Well, well I think there's just, um, first and foremost, it's, it's setting a, a standard. You okay. know, what, what is the standard of the program? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the, what's the mission of what we're going to, what we want to accomplish? And then once you set that and clearly you know, uh, share those expect expectations and what that is with your your players and your coaches and your whole staff and everything. The most important part of it is is to hold people accountable to what that sure. is. Yeah. You know, and that and that's the difficult thing mm-hmm. in coaching. You know, it it can be challenging because sometimes people want to look the other way. They don't want to have those confrontational conversations to hold people to that level and that kind of standard. And and so that that would say, first and foremost that I I would say would be the most important thing is to you know, is the accountability piece of that. And, um, you know, you can't stand in front of your your players or everybody in an organization and talk about, hey, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it, mm-hmm. and then not hold people to that, yeah. right? Um, that falls apart and crumbles uh, pretty quick. So, you know, there's there's little things I think that you can do. You know, for example, you know, every day that we practice, every conditioning session that we have all year long, other than a game, you know, we finish with a certain exercises that we do as a team okay. where for five minutes we give a chance for one of their teammates to, to lead the group. So it's teaching them, you know, leadership and how, how for them to use their voice and command their teammates. Um, and, you know, it certainly gets them in, in shape as well. But it really is something that on a consistent basis helps pull our team together and remind them that we're all working together as, as one group and we need everybody and there's a certain standard that we're going to keep this at. And, you know, it's a little thing like that that I, I you know, the players have pride in what they have. You know, it's also having do, doing things like having responsibilities for the players, like whether it be in the locker room to keep things clean or to work on the field. Our guys have responsibilities on the field we have this beautiful stadium mm-hmm. you know uh, we have a full grounds crew but still you know I, I believe it's important to have those players still do work on the field to right. value okay. what they have mm-hmm. you know and um you know, you get to the highest level, you think that you don't have to do those things, and I understand that, but you want to build that pride in order to, to develop that culture you have. Right, and the whole time that you're telling me about this, it sounds like you are giving them just a ton of ownership because it's their team. Is, yeah. Am I hearing that right? Absolutely. There's no question. The ownership part of it is really important. Certainly, we as coaches and staff members point the direction that we're going to go, mm, yeah. right? But they've got to have... 
full ownership in it, you know, and um, that that's that's certainly the backbone of, of having a having a great culture and having a great team. And then, you know, because we're not going to we're not with them all the time. Right. And they, they got opportunities, whether it's in the evening, on the weekend, whatever it might be, they have a chance to hold each other to a certain standard. And so, you know, you really encourage that that ownership that um, that they need to develop and they need to have and if they want to truly have a championship type program. And, mm-hmm. you know, the best teams that we've had, certainly they've been talented, but, you know, they've had that personal ownership and uh, and what they want to accomplish and then and, and they hold each other accountable to that. Definitely. And I, and I think that that, you know, the more that I've been in coaching, I think that that's a skill that you can develop over time. I don't think that it's necessarily you're born a leader. I think that, you know, with the right guidance, you can develop leaders. No, there's no, there's no question about that. And, and, and I'll tell you, as, as the leader of a, pro, of a program, you have to work at it. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really important. Because I'll tell you, you know, I believe that there's a certain point in time that your club gets tired of hearing your voice too. Sure. Right? And so having another voice, having the voice within the group is, is so important. And, and, but you have to work at it. Yeah, you know, so we do things purposely to put the young men in positions to, you know, command their teammates and put themselves in That's those good. leadership uh, uh, positions, whether it be, you know, we, we do a, um, a coach pitch scrimmage or a machine pitch scrimmage, which is one of the, my favorite things mm-hmm. to do because we can get so many reps. Right. And I tell the players when they're on defense and we split up into two teams that when the ball is put into play, everybody on the field has to say something. Sure. Right? Where we're throwing the ball, some kind of communication uh, to, you know, to start to, one, so they have ownership in what's going on, but Definitely. two, so that they communicate and they're able to command and lead their teammates. For sure. And, you, you know, you've talked a lot about your players, which I absolutely love because you're a guy that coaches at the highest level, at the highest level that you could possibly coach at a high level all the time. Right. And so I want to ask you, you know, what is something that your players love to do in practice? So if you walk into the, you know, the indoor, you walk walk to the field and you're like, hey, guys, we're doing this today, they get excited. What would that be? <laughs> well, they love to hit every day. Sure, That's for absolutely. sure. What, what, what guys don't, uh, you know, but uh, – you know, our, our our practices are are pretty challenging. They're demanding, and they're very very fast paced. Okay. You know, I, first and foremost, I believe our guys like to compete, and so anytime we get a chance to compete in a in a scrimmage or something like that, I I believe is the thing that they enjoy the most. Um, certainly, they're going to get their swings in and early work or or BP or whatever fundamentals it is that we do. But um, you know, I, I think they like playing the game the most, and um, you know whether that be a you know machine pitch scrimmage or coach pitch scrimmage or a live game um, I I hope that that's the part that that's the answer that they would give you perfect well I want to end with this and again this is from your ABCA a couple years ago and I loved this quote absolutely love it I'm probably probably going to steal it from you in the next week <laughs> yeah. and use it but you said how we handle failure is how we will be judged do you mind leaving us with what you meant by that well uh, as you know failure is a huge part of our game mm-hmm. um, it's one of the main reasons I love our game so much because I think it teaches the young people about life, you know, and how they handle it on the baseball field can impact uh, how they handle it, you know, in, in life. And so, 
Um, you know, I, I just talking to our guys all the time when they come to this level, they, 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 they fail at a much, much higher rate. And, you know, I just believe that in whatever it is on the baseball field or in life, how you handle those disappointments and those failures and how you respond to them, that's what everybody's watching. Sure. That's, uh, you know, they, they want to see. They, this year, last year was the first time in 15 years that we haven't made the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? People are going to be watching on how we respond. Yeah. Right. And how you handle a failure um, and and from the failure and how we respond to it, each of us individually and as a group can help us build that inner self-confidence to ultimately have a really high level of success. So, um, you know, it's 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 so important and it's our responsibility as coaches to teach the young people of how to handle that. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they respond to it? How do they handle it immediately? Mm-hmm. Because everybody's watching how they handle it. And really, as coaches, how we handle it, mm-hmm. right? Those, you know, sometimes are... they're watching us. Yeah, we talk to them all the time about body language. Well, as a, as a coach, you got to tr- look at yourself and say, what's my body language like, sure. right? And how, are, how am I handling defeat and failure? There's many times in my career that I, I haven't handled it real well. Right. And um, haven't been a great example, but I, you know, get back out the next day. Yeah. Hopefully learn from it. And so ultimately, I think um, I think we're judged. I think we're judged as a team. We're judged as players. We're judged as people on how we respond to those difficult times. Well, Coach O'Connor, we appreciate your time and uh, we're looking forward to an awesome weekend. Great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Ahead of the Curve. Before you go, I'd love to be able to get in touch with you, and we have several different ways of doing so. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AOTC underscore podcast. You can join the AOTC Coaches Facebook group. And if you want to be a part of the mini clinic emails, both of those links are listed below. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating or review to help others find and stay ahead of the curve.